Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. is The Ford Show, starring Dinah Shore with Peter Lynn Hayes and Robert Emmett Dolan and his orchestra, and our guest for tonight, Dennis Day, all presented by the Ford Dealers and Lincoln Mercury Dealers of America. And here is Dinah Shore. Soon or later you're gonna be coming around, I'll bet you, I'll bet you that I get you, you wait and see. be hanging around, I'll let you, I'll bet you, if I let you, you'll baby me, you're gonna knock on my door, you did it before, matter of factly, I don't know exactly when, but sooner or later you're gonna be coming around and want my loving again. Soon or later you're gonna be coming around and want my loving again. Friends, this is Dinah Shore. Welcome to another Wednesday evening Ford show with Bobby Dolan and his Dixieland 40, our guest, the fabulously naive Dennis Day, and of course, our own Peter Lynn Hayes. Hello, Dinah. Hiya, Pete. See, you know, since tomorrow's Thanksgiving Day, I thought we could Holy do... jumping, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. Forgot, did you? What's the matter, fella? No calendar? Well, I got one of those Esquire calendars. <laughs> yeah. Who looks at the date? <laughs> oh, Pete, imagine forgetting Thanksgiving, especially this one. Have you stopped to think, Peter, that for a lot of people, it's the first real Thanksgiving in many years? Mm-hmm, that I'm getting tired of jokes about Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to do something about a turkey. How's the butcher situation? Do you have a long wait? Long wait? Well, at my butcher shop, two of the women ahead of me were pilgrims. <laughs> uh, 
Which story is exaggerated a little, but not too much. Oh, Dinah, there must be millions of people going through this last-minute Thanksgiving hassle. I bet they could use some household hints. Hey, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, as a public service, Peter now, I now present Last Second Thanksgiving Hint. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Do you know that chestnut stuffing can be made quickly with breadcrumbs? Twenty breadcrumbs will stuff one chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Do you know that a little cleaning fluid added to turkey gravy will prevent it from staining clothes? <laughs> and do you know what you can do with leftover pumpkin pie? And uh, do you know that if you, if you do not have time for elaborate preparations, you'll find that roast turkey, mashed potato, squash, salad, dessert, and coffee make a delicious dinner. Oh, yes. Do you know that you should save turkey feathers? They can be made into quill pens that will write under gravy. <laughs> and, and now for our recipe department, which tonight is devoted to that neglected group of Thanksgiving cooks, the men. So here is Pete Hayes to describe the cooking of a turkey to you men in a style that men can understand. You men... <laughs> Uh, good evening, cooking fans. Here we are in the kitchen of an American home about to watch another great turkey feast. Our chef is poised. He looks in great shape. Our turkey is a 20-pounder with a fine lineage. He's by butcher out of kindness of heart. Our chef starts to make the stuffing and we're off. Into the bowl go the breadcrumbs, the flour, paprika, celery, garlic, sage, marjoram, thyme, and here comes curry powder, garlic again, cinnamon, bay leaf, all spice, nutmeg, ginger, coriander, chili, soybean sauce, tobacco, and Worcestershire. Oh, followed by vinegar, horseradish, mustard, and to give it a little zest, a pinch of salt. We're at the halfway mark with stuffing going in and out of the inside and garlic out in front by a nose. And here comes mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. And what have we here? The chef is bringing up a plate of corn and a plate of beans. Oh, oh, there's a spill and we have a new entry. Succotash. Ah, oh, now here we go again. It's turkey in the oven, mashed potatoes and stuffed with cranberry sauce on the outside. And now it's heating up and it's still turkey, stuffing and mashed potatoes. And now we're coming toward the finish with turkey on top, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. And here's the winner. Yes, folks, it's everybody's favorite. Bicarbonate of soda. <laughs> On the same subject, here's Tom Hammond with some sensible remarks. Right, Tom? Right, Dinah. All over the country tomorrow, families are going to be piling into Ford cars to drive to Grandma's for the Thanksgiving feast. Well, if you've had a fall checkup by your Ford dealer, you'll enjoy the comfort of knowing you'll get there. And that is a comfort these days when so many cars are suffering from the infirmities of old age. Your Ford dealer has four can't-be-equal advantages for keeping your car running its very best. First, he has genuine Ford parts, precision-made to fit perfectly. Second, his mechanics are factory-trained. They know your Ford from A to Z. Third, they use factory-approved methods. And last, special Ford equipment. No one else can fill this prescription. No one else knows your Ford so thoroughly. It stands to reason your Ford dealer can service your Ford more expertly, quicker and cheaper, too. Visit your dealer soon for a fall checkup and to get set for the colder weather ahead. For Fords, as well as for holiday family reunions, there's no place like home.
And now you call it madness But I call it love You made a in radio this season has been the meteoric rise of a brilliant young tenor with a great flair for comedy. He's finally attained his rightful place in the entertainment world, and according to those who tune in on him two weeks, uh, two evenings each week, he's wonderful. Gee, which are the two evenings? I'd love to hear him. Dennis Day, I'm talking about you. Oh. Oh, it's good to see you, Dennis. Hello, Dinah. I'd like to commence by saying that it's a great honor and a privilege to be allowed to be on a program with America's number one radio entertainer. Why, Dennis, how did you ever think of such a pretty speech? Nice, huh? It's the first clause of my contract with Mr. Benny. <laughs> Dennis, do you mean Jack Benny actually made... Dinah, it... please. I will not permit Mr. Benny to be reviled or insulted. I must always bear in mind that whatever I am, I owe to him. Oh, I... That's y- the second clause. Mr. Benny knows every kind of clause. <laughs> Except Santa Claus. Say, that's a joke, isn't it? Well, if you want to be charitable. Yeah, I never knew girls tell jokes. Santa Claus. <laughs> well, Dennis, Dennis, if you don't mind, I'd just as soon go... Girls ahead. always say very serious things to me, like drop dead. Something, I guess, huh? Hello, Dennis. Oh, good evening, Mr. Hayes, sir. How are you, sir? Huh? How are you this evening, sir, Mr. Hayes, sir? Hey, who am I supposed to be, Whistler's father? <laughs> Wait a minute, Dennis. You know Pete only just got out of the army himself. Oh, is that so, sir? Tell me, sir, did you see any action, Mr. Hayes? Uh, yes. Where? Bunker Hill. <laughs> That's a joke, too, Dennis. Gee, another joke. Boy, it's sure a thrill to stand here swapping jokes like an adult, not like on Mr. Benny's program. How do you mean, Dennis? Oh, they treat me like a baby. They always spell things out so I won't get what they're saying, but I fool them. I'll bet you did. Yeah, I found out what G-I-R-L was and K-I-S-S, and one of these days I'm going to find out what they mean by L-S-M-F-T. 
I were you, Dennis, your illusions will go up in smoke. <laughs> Gee, Dinah, I wish I was hep like Mr. Hayes here. I read where he worked at the Copacabana nightclub in New York. <laughs> oh, that was really nothing, Dennis. Gee, a nightclub. How did you ever get your mother to let you work there? I got her a job in the chorus. <laughs> well, my mother has no talent. Oh. Say, Pete. <laughs> you know how strict Dennis's mother is. She won't let him sing the coffee song unless the caffeine's removed. <laughs> Incidentally, what about a song, Dennis? Oh, I'd be glad, Dinah, since it's for you and such a fine gentleman as Mr. Hayes. Ah, see here, you young club. Will you kindly stop addressing me as though I were Dr. Gillespie? Well, I'm really very sorry if it bothers you. Well, it does, old man. Well, okay, old man. Now, see here, young fellas. Two Lionel Barrymore's is too much. Sing, Dennis. <laughs> I never wrote a melody before I never penned a lyric that could rhyme But when I looked at you A song came stealing through That will live wherever hearts keep time
ought to make a wonderful romantic lead in musicals. Yeah, but the trouble is all the big musicals aren't written for tenors. They're for baritones like Sinatra, Como, Crosby, Haynes. Yeah. Could... Gosh, aren't tenors people? Don't, sure. Don't I pay taxes? Yeah, but... Ain't you... I human? Don't yeah. I live in a trailer like everyone else? <laughs> Dennis, you know, I think I have an idea for I you. I can sing. I can even make girls swoon. Now, now Dennis, there, this might be... One time when I to... sang, they had to carry a lady out of the theater and take it to the hospital. Dennis, look, I know that's true, and I wouldn't... And not only that, but two hours later, she had a baby. <laughs> Dennis, what I was going to say was, I think I have... I have the answer to the whole thing. For your voice and personality... You need the kind of musical that Johann Strauss used to do. Dinah, that's exactly right. I need the kind of musical that Johann Strauss used to do. Mm-hmm. What kind did he used to do? <laughs> well, they were delicate, old-fashioned operettas full of waltzes and charm. Here, now look. Peter and I will join you and give you an idea of the sort of thing I mean. Let's go back, say, a hundred years or so, and our scene will be the well-known mythical kingdom of Dittendorten on the Danube in the days of the waltz. Our scene, the royal court. The prime minister, Peter von Hayes, approaches the king. He speaks. Uh, uh, greetings, your majesty, Dennis von Rinderbrust, uh, king of all Dittendorten, emperor of the earth, guardian of the sun, keeper of the stars, and monarch of the moon. You always leave out notary public. <laughs> well, good morning, dear royal prime minister, Peter von Hayes. You wish something, perhaps, to request, dear? <laughs> well... You see, Your Majesty, some papers to sign there is. First, here is the daily order for executions. Let me see, there are 200 people to be beheaded. That makes 500 this week. Why so many, there? You see, Your Majesty, we have to solve the housing shortage. <laughs> and as for why we are hurrying, there are only, there are only 28 chopping days until Christmas. <laughs> But now, now, Your Majesty, to serious matters. Your Majesty, the country is in a, in a state of turmoil. I, Von Hayes, can read the handwriting on the wall. And do you know what it says? Von Kilroy was here? <laughs> no, trouble, trouble. The peasants are revolting, and there is only one way to put down the revolt. You must take a wife. Take a wife where? Your Majesty, you must marry. Then the peasants in their joy will cease revolting. And I have chosen your wife. You will marry my sister. But she's even more revolting than the peasants. <laughs> but you must marry her, sire. Little does he know that when this marriage takes place, destroy him I shall. Little does he know that here am I can. <laughs> Now listen, Van Hayes. Your I'm Majesty. A... Your Majesty. Who are you? Please don't shoot me. I'm a little peasant matron. Poor, but beautiful. Oh, well. <laughs> what is this, a peasant with a petition? I can't understand this with guards around the moat, guards around the drawbridge, guards at the windows. How did you get in here? Through the door. Oh, I knew we overlooked something. <laughs> oh. Oh, Your Majesty. I come to plead for food for the people for. What'll I say, Von Hayes? Why don't you just say... No, that... no, Von Hayes, I will not do it. I will not again say, let him eat cake. I'm always telling the people, let him eat cake. Darn it, I'm the king. Why don't I ever eat cake? Oh, mighty King Dennis, you won't let the people starve. Your face is so kind and intelligent and wise. Yeah, my face. 
I will stop starvation. I will pass a law against it. Wonderful. Starvation in Dittendorten is now illegal. Bravo. From now on, anyone caught starving will be arrested. Oh, noble king. From now on, no longer will you be known as Dennis the Drip. You will really reign. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> Say, I think cute you are. Why don't uh, you I marry? What's your name there? Oh, your majesty. <laughs> so, so sudden this is. My name is Dinah, but my friends call me Schnapsy. How sickening. My friends call me Strudel. Ah, Schnapsy, you are everything I ever wanted in a wife. And besides that, you're a girl, too. <laughs> oh, come, your majesty. Have you gone utterly mad? You can't marry this... This peasant, this commoner, you are a king. Yes, but I've always been democratic. Sure. Sure, on these days, Democrats can't afford to be too particular. <laughs> you are so right. And, and now, Strudel, that I know you really love me, I have a surprise. Here, under this peasant blouse, I'm wearing a royal robe. Dennis, king of Ditton, Dorton. I am Dinah, queen of Dorton, Ditton. <laughs> Holy smoke, a queen. You're the queen from Dorton, Ditton down there. <laughs> See, when we get married, we can join our two countries. We'll combine Ditton Dorton with Dorton Ditton. And what will we call the new country? Let's see, Dorton Ditton, Ditton Dorton. Mm -hmm. I got it. What is it? Azusa. <laughs> no, no, now, Your Majesty, I. Away with you! You think you can run a whole country just because you have bushy eyebrows? Well spoken, Dennis. Sing to me, my love. Right. I never knew a girl like you. I'm such a schmoo. Got no IQ. Don't feel so blue. Here's what to do. Just put your two lips to mine. Oh, and we'll pitch. years later caused people to write songs like For Sentimental Reasons. I love you for sentimental reasons. I hope you do believe me. I give you my Da 
take you to New York, where the noted editor and commentator, Mr. Henry LaCossette, is waiting to speak to you. Okay, New York and Henry LaCossette. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? Yesterday, I saw a man write on a steel plate. He wrote a letter of the alphabet and a few numbers. That's all. But in so doing, he set in motion the miracle of mass production that ended only with an automobile being driven off the assembly line. The man wrote on the steel plate with a metal stylus. The letter and the numbers were then carried by teleautograph to various parts of the assembly plant and inscribed on paper in recording machines. This told what type of car it would be, what color, and so on. Then, in response to these numbers, parts begin moving from everywhere in the plant toward the final assembly. The frame begins its journey along the 1,000-foot assembly line that carries it through the great plant. Now the axles are lowered and fitted into place. Now the motor, the steering wheel, the body, all the rest, until the 15,000 parts of the car are all in place. Finally, the car is driven from the end of the line into the rain tunnel, where an artificial downpour tests it for leaks. After that, it is ready. The thing that began with the writing on steel is now a complete automobile. I saw all this at the great assembly plant of the Ford Motor Company in Dearborn, Michigan. All over the country at other Ford plants, the same process is going on. Day in, day out, Ford is building cars and trucks for you as fast as it can. And now, back to the Ford Show and Dinah Shore in Hollywood. Okay, thank you, Mr. Lacossett. Oh, buttermilk sky. Oh, buttermilk sky. I'm keeping my eye peeled on you. What's the good word tonight? Are you gonna be mellow tonight? Oh, Happy as a Christmas tree, heading for the one I love. He's gonna pop me that question, that question. Do you, darling, do you do? It'll be easy, so easy, if I can only bank on you. Oh, buttermilk sky. Oh, buttermilk sky. I'm telling you why. Now you know. 
it in mind tonight. Keep a brushing those clouds out of sight. Oh, buttermilk sky, don't you fail me when I'm needing you more. Hang a moon above the hitching post. Hitch me to the one I love. Gonna pop her the question, that question. It'll be easy, so easy, if I can only bank on you. Oh, buttermilk sky, oh, buttermilk sky. don't you fail me when I'm needing don't you, you most. Hang a moon above the hitching post, hitch me to the one I love. You can if you try, don't you tell me no lie. You be mellow and bright tonight, but a milk sky. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back again next week, and our guest will be that wonderful Gene Kelly. Dennis, it was so one. Me too, girls. <laughs> Dennis, it was so wonderful having you, and if I didn't get a chance to tell you, your new show is simply wonderful. Thank you, Dinah. Hey, see you around, Dennis. Good night, Peter. Good night, Dinah. Good night, Mr. McNulty. Good night, Mrs. Calabash. Uh, why Mrs. Calabash? I'm still mad at Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, folks. Dennis Day appeared through the courtesy of the Colgate Palmolive Pete Company. And be with us again next Wednesday night when the Ford dealers and Lincoln Mercury dealers of America again bring you Dinah Shore with Peter Lynn Hayes and Robert Emmett Dolan at his orchestra. Our guest will be Gene Kelly. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.